Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. In the world of sports, the offseason is a time to relax and regroup after a hard-fought season. But playing with MyBookie gives you the choice to decide when your season begins and ends. At MyBookie.ag, you can bet on hundreds of games and leagues from around the world. Whether it's a game day Panther parlay or a long shot winner, MyBookie's got you covered. Use pre-game props or bet the game live to shift the odds in your favor and always come out on top. Not only does MyBookie host exclusive sports betting contests you can't find with any other books, but also the bonuses are insane. Crazy, even. Crazy. Insane. All of those words. All those great adjectives. If you sign up today with MyBookie.aj, use our promo code. Absolute DJ, and you'll receive up to $1,000 in bonus money when you make your first deposit. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Insane! Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, what is going on? The Olympics not looking too good for the United States right now. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm Our gym, gymnastics not doing well. I think we finally medaled in swimming. Our basketball team did not do well. It's not looking like a good Olympics for the United States right now. So, uh, I guess just, just call it a day. Let's just, just pack things up in Tokyo and come back home. Like really, especially basketball. I think I think they're done. I guess Max wants to rage quit, Panther. I look. I I think when we talked about the basketball team last year or last week, um, I said I did I didn't like their odds, and we started talking about other teams that we liked for the gold and where there was some value because I don't like the makeup of this team, and you know you got guys showing up late you got guys leaving late there's there's no continuity and i think max has an opinion or so about the coaching staff i I do i i am not a fan of what popovich has done with this team since he's taken over from from uh, coach k i'm not a fan of what popovich has done in the nba the past what i don't know six years five (laughs) six years I think he his his style of play is a little bit outdated. I think his style of play is is not in tune with a lot of the current NBA players that he's coaching on this team. I don't think he's adaptable. I think he went into this knowing that, hey, I'm assembling this team of players that haven't really played with each other. Like the other national teams, most of the national teams play with each other and then might bring in the NBA players here and there to fill in the spots. Like France, France has a national team and then, you know, they bring in Fournier and, and bring in Rudy Gobert and put them into the mix and it's fine. But this is a team that hasn't played before. And so he goes into it, it's like, well, we're going to play the San Antonio style of offense because that's how I know how to coach. And the San Antonio style of offense is not a good offense. So how do you expect a player like Kevin Durant to fit into that? It's probably one of the reasons that Kawhi Leonard and these players are trying to get out of San Antonio. It's not it's not a good offense. And now you're forcing the best players in the world, quote unquote, which I'll, I'll get into that in a second to play this offense. I, I don't think it's going to work. So he's really just forcing it. It's a square peg round hole kind of thing. Yeah, that's pretty much it. He's, he's like, we don't have time to, to actually get together and come up with a new system. So I'm just going to run the system that I run in San Antonio, but and not even have set plays. I'm just going to have like themes, if you will. Like we're just going to like, uh, here's an idea. Here's a fucking concept of what we're going to try to do. 
it's not looking good from from what I'm hearing. Uh, the players do not seem to like him, and and there's already clamoring to, to bring Coach K back. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Isn't Coach K like going on eighty? He put in. He already put in his resignation for Duke. I I think the guy might be done. Well, I mean, Coach K did put in his resignation, but he could still coach. I mean, you know, Popovich should have put his resignation in a few years ago. Well, and that's the beautiful thing about Coach K. Coach K will adjust his style. He'll adjust the strategies uh, based on the players he has. And, you know, I'm not watching these Olympics because, you know, A, cable, B, time, whatever. But, I listen, we'll go all the way back to the very, very beginning when Popovich took over at San Antonio. And I didn't like him from the get-go just how that – this was a front office dude that fired Brian Hill – if you guys remember, I mean, we're going back about 20 years. So you've, you've got David Robinson, one of the best in the game, and you suck so bad that you got the first round draft pick, which it turns out to be uh, Tim Duncan. So he fires Brian Hill. Popovich is the guy that fires Brian Hill, names himself head coach, and then slides right in there. Now, it took me a long, long time to think, all right, maybe Popovich can coach. You know, the, the, the results are what they are. But now you come into these situations like – well, maybe he can't coach. Maybe he's just a product of having two stellar players over his the longevity of his career. Because like Max said, the last six years, this hasn't been a very good Spurs team. And now we've got this shit show of an Olympics. I'm starting to get down on Popovich again. Tough to untangle that. Tough to untangle coaching, you know, if he's a good coach or is it the players or is it a combo? I mean, Bill Belichick's answering the same questions right now. Mm-hmm. And listen, I mean, what Popovich did was a very uh, Pat Riley esque move, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, Pat Riley pretty much did the same thing. Um, but probably smart because I mean, we all know who he jettisoned out of the out of the fucking building there, right, Panther? Your, your favorite coach, Mr. Stan Van Gundy, got the boot there. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, Van, you know, Stan Van Gundy, I think is a good coach. I just don't know where. Like maybe, maybe just maybe he should be a college coach. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but um, the, the success hasn't been there. But Pat Riley, you know, he came over from the Lakers. He, he clearly he knew what he was doing. I, Popovich, this is his only coaching experience, right? Just the Spurs. He he never coached before then that I'm aware of. I think he, he not not in the NBA. I don't think I think he coached before that. I think I think he was a because it wasn't he. Am I mixing it up? I I know. I know uh, I want to say military or something like that. He, he, I think he coached something prior to that, but I, we'll, we'll have to look this up. Arch is, is Google, Google, Googling yeah, yeah, it as yeah. we speak or binging it to yeah. try to find the offensive pictures <laughs> of uh, Popovich there. Uh, the other point I wanted to make is you, you mentioned the makeup of this team. Um, I, I have a little quiz for you, Panther. Are you ready for this pop quiz? Uh, I will fail miserably. Let's no, go. no, no. I think uh, this is right up your alley. Who was the MVP of uh, the NBA this year? MVP. Giannis. No, no, MVP, MVP of the, of, oh, of the, the NBA. The, regular the real season, MVP? Re- regular season MVP, regular season MVP of this season. Why am I drawing a blank? It's Jokic. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're fucking Jokic. failing this. God damn. Because, because I'm, still, I'm still stuck on the fucking Bucks. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, who, who was the finals MVP? Oh, the finals MVP was Giannis. Okay. Who do you think is the, the best up and coming player in the NBA right now? Who's the best young player in the NBA right now? Got to be Luca, hands down. Okay. What do those three guys have in common? Uh, none of them are American. That is correct. That is absolutely correct. 
And when you see some NBA players like Fournier and like Gobert and what Luka did for Slovenia, when you see that the future of the NBA, that the best players in the NBA right now are not American, you can't just roll in your American dream team and expect them to just destroy the other countries anymore. It's not going to fucking happen. It's not going to happen. You need a team that is consistent. You need a team of players that's going to, they're going to commit to the four-year plan and play with each other in the offseason. And, and, and whether it creates these fucking super teams or not, I don't give a shit. If you want the U.S. to be competitive, you can't just say we're going to do it on talent alone because the rest of the world is caught up on talent. Well, this has been the this has been the problem for, you know, since the 80s when, you know, basketball is viewed as an American sport and we weren't winning the gold. And this is where they came up like, look, all these other countries are sending their professionals. We're going to start sending our professionals in 92. We get the dream team. But the best player in the world was Michael Jordan. Then we had Kobe Bryant. Best player in the world was Kobe Bryant. Now, you know, for the last decade or so, best player in the world has been LeBron James. Like it or love it, it's been LeBron. The best player in the world right now is not American. And and the best player in the world coming into the future is probably not American. So, and then you look at this current makeup of this team. Like we got some good players. Zach Levine is a fine player. Lillard, well, he's not there anymore. Um, But, you know, the the guys that they sent, Drew Holiday is a fine player. But the best players in the world are not on this American team right now. That's right. That's absolutely right. And uh, to Max's point, you're right. These guys are playing as a team. All the other countries, <laughs> some team basketball. The Americans don't have that luxury. And uh, no, and when and when yeah. the basketball season goes as late as it did, you know, three of the guys that went over Middleton, Holiday, and Booker just got done playing a week ago. Right, that's a lot of tra- that's a lot it. of wear and tear. And did you yeah. see who who the leading scorer of the team was? No, it was Drew Holiday. Really, it was Drew Holiday. Yeah. Drew, Ho- Drew know, Holiday got off a fucking plane and led that team in scoring. Mm. love their dedication but like to max's point there's no continuity there's no they they haven't had a chance to gel and that's going to catch up to them if it hasn't already it may have how can you say it hasn't caught up they lost they got smacked down by the french and rudy gobert like uh you know like a a stack of microphones that's like three losses in the in the last two weeks right yeah 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 it's 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 not good Mm. I mean, and to speak of Luca, by the way, you know they beat Argentina. Slovenia beat Argentina. Luca had forty-eight points. He's gonna drag them in, isn't he? I, he's that. I I have a feeling if you want if you want to just take a flyer right now, take, why not throw some money on Slovenia to, to medal? Like it's honestly, probably, he, he could drag now, them there. You could have got some value a week ago. Now mm-hmm. that number's probably going down significantly. Yeah, crazy. But I I. I I think at best the we we might be looking at a 1988 uh, <laughs> meddling right here for the U.S. Maybe they might get the bronze. I, I don't I don't know what they I do think that they need to make a coaching change, uh, and I, I think that they need to do something with assembling a coherent you know cohesive roster at this point. Fire them right now, mid season, bring in new talent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know the problem is I you know who who. Other than Coach K, who has that experience, I mean, who who would you bring in to replace Popovich at this point in time? It, it, say, if you did just say Popovich, you're you're out. 
you couldn't you'd have to just you know go with the interim coach right you have someone that's on the staff but uh i don't know you know what bringing Kyrie irving to fucking coach the team there you go he's he's a he's a generational talent he's a floor commander he knows what he's fucking doing out there right he's calling his own plays just bring Kyrie in no honestly you know bring in, Rajon, bring in playoff rondo, Rajon rondo. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna coach that team is he american <laughs> I really wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't hate if Kyrie to coach the team. I think that would be amazing. It would yeah. be entertaining. Would you call him a quote unquote disciple of Coach K? I mean, he was there for what half a season, a season right. under Coach K, right? Yeah. Right. I don't know. Well, if you remember, Co- Coach K was the assistant under Chuck Daly with the Dream Team. So, yeah. um, you know, being a college coach, he still had that experience with the original Dream Team to learn. You know, really, a lot of it has to do with being able to manage egos at this level when you get that many egos there's just usually not enough ball to go around but the big thing about you go back to 92 was it was the pride thing it was the look this is our sport we're bringing the gold back to the red white and blue and i just don't feel like we have that now i just feel like oh we're the best we just show up and everybody lays down and that's not it that's not it at all anymore i can't find futures i was just trying to bang through Mm -hmm. bet 365 my bookie (laughs) pinnacle don't have basketball futures up right now so unfortunately by the way I, i'm not I, I was correct he was the assistant at air force yeah so he was at air force he was an assistant at kansas by the way For and like then a uh, yeah pomona fitz pitzer he was he was the coach there um assistant in san antonio an assistant in golden state and then uh returned to san antonio to, to become the coach there so he, he did have a little bit of coaching experience and, you know, so it seems like he started off in, in air force though and that's there. where he went to college. He went, he went to college, Air Force. So. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. Air Force. Okay. Good Lord. <laughs> I thought you said military. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's time to get to work. We need to make some money. I didn't do so well on Saturday. I have, we got to make it back up today. Did you take the day off yesterday? I didn't see any pics uh, from you yesterday. Uh, yeah, kind of. I took a, I didn't feel like posting about it. Um, Max, what do you have? I should have taken the day off yesterday. I went one and three. I was down like $25 yesterday and 50 cents. Don't forget the 50 cents because that really hurt. Two bits, four bits. bits. That's the insult to add to the injury. I only got two games today. I I really like I'm going to let's let's talk about these two games. We'll take a quick break and hopefully Panther can just kind of drag us through the rest of the show. Um, Let's talk about Detroit at Minnesota. The Tigers had been making some impressive strides before running into the fucking juggernaut that is the Kansas City Royals. That's this right, past the buzzsaw, weekend. baby. <laughs> After being swept by KC, uh, they're heading to Minnesota to take on a Twins team. Uh, hasn't looked good themselves. Lost three or four to Anaheim. Series uh, seven five. Uh, Minnesota leads Detroit, but the Tigers won the last three games in Detroit and Minnesota prior to that had swept a four game series over the Tigers. So, I mean, they're, they're playing close series and it seems like the home and away split is the deciding factor here. Tigers are just a woeful 19 and 32 on the road this year. But let's just sweep that under the rug for a minute. Let's just, just, just pretend that the Tigers aren't that bad on the road. Let's look at the pitching, right? Let's look at Pineda at home with this 3.81 ERA and Manning's 8.86 road ERA. But let's forget about that, too, right? Let's just forget about all these statistics that I'm throwing out here and talk about why I am betting the Detroit Tigers. I have no fucking clue why I'm betting the Detroit Tigers, but I'm going to do it anyway. You know, the uncertainty over the Twins players right now 
anyone could be traded. You got you got four days left of this trade deadline. We're starting to see players being pulled. Uh, Panther, I called it on on Saturday with the Scherzer. Right, Scherzer got pulled. In, a, leg, in a lead shoulder injury, right? Yeah, exactly. So I I just think that there's going to be like you're not going to see that the Tigers have a full team until after the trade deadline. I think it's going to be you know players being pulled, players you know with these mystery injuries and so forth. And I think it's enough to take a calculated value play on Detroit here. So that's what I'm going to do. A ten dollar bet on the Tigers. Well, you kind of hit it right on the head. I'm betting four games today. This isn't one of them. And it has everything to do with the Minnesota Twins. I think given the question marks with Donaldson and Berrios and Rogers and all these other guys that are on the trading block who I believe undoubtedly will get traded, um, it just leaves too many question marks on what team is going to be put out there each and every night. So probably for the this week, at least, until some of these moves have been made, I'm probably fading betting the Twins. Uh, I, look, I like the Tigers. I've been making some money on the Tigers, but not when Matt Manning's on the mound. I know this is supposed to be one of their wonder gems, but he didn't look good at AAA. He hasn't looked good so far in the bigs, and there's just no way that I'm going to put any money on this particular Tiger team. So I'm leaning the Twins, but I find this game generally unbettable. I'm going to lean the Twins, too. It doesn't look to me like the line, the Vegas line here, is worried about the Twins losing players or if they do lose players that they're worried about them losing it's minus 164 minus 170 in that range i'm leaning the twins i do think the twins win but yeah there are some question marks in my mind too but i'm not sure there are any questions in nevada hmm. anyway i i had the uh wikipedia open looking up at greg popovich uh, panther you know where uh, popovich was born um please don't say ohio indiana he's oh. an indiana boy he's from east he's chicago east chicago he's, he was born. Oh, we, don't, we don't we don't claim that area that's just like <laughs> that's that's illinois extended <laughs> uh last game for me colorado at los angeles anaheim uh colorado 10 and 36 on the road this year one one of those wins actually came this past weekend over the dodgers so it, it is in the realm of possibility that they could beat the angels only it's not going to happen today I am not the Otani fanboy that Panther is, but it's hard to deny that he is just such a dominant pitcher at home. 1.91 home ERA, regularly goes six-plus innings. Minor point of annoyance here, by the way, and maybe, Panther, you've noticed this. I was over at the four-letter network trying to find some statistics on Otani, and it was, it was tough to find his pitching statistics because they have him as a DH. Like, you go to his page, and it just defaults to DH. It's like, come on! <laughs> What the fuck? So after clicking around, I, I, I looked and I, I saw some uh, some good pitching stats for him. But what I also noticed is he he hit his 35th home run yesterday, but it's only his second home run after the break. So oh. I, I hope it's not that curse of the home run derby. It has not inflicted Pete Alonso, by the way. Pete Alonso <laughs> with another dinger yesterday. But let's hope that 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 hasn't thrown off his hitting style if you will and i think it's going to be tough to get a homer today anyway because marquez has only given up nine this season uh he one of them was in his last outing in seattle and that 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 was a bad outing for him but other than that marquez has had a pretty solid year in pretty good on the road too i just think ultimately the angels get the win today i think otani gets a win today i, I just colorado on the road it's you can't really bet on them and anaheim I don't like eating this much chalk, but the, the implied probability is there. So $10 bet on the Angels. Yeah, I'm actually in agreement here, but I don't view it as eating too much chalk. I almost feel like this is a 
pretty fair or even bargain price with Otani pitching at home and Colorado's record on the road where they're still sitting on 10 road wins. Uh, I expected this to be closer to the minus 170, 180 mark. So I, I actually find this to be a value play on the Angels. So I will be putting $20 on Anaheim as well. I'm leaning the Angels here in this one. I think it's just a little, it's a touch too high for me to trust the Angels. I know Colorado's not very good, but you know, they could always Pittsburgh pirate people, you know, maybe they could turn it on. So I'll lean the Angels here. All right. Hey, the Angels play in California. You know who else plays in California? The Bubble Champs. That's right. The Bubble Champs play in California, and you can celebrate that bubble championship by going to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Clicking on the DGEN shop, you will see the Bubble Champs t-shirt. You can order one of those, or hey, you can get a DGEN shirt. It's, it has no affiliation with a 80s comic uh you know cartoon that just got put out again has no affiliation with that whatsoever or you could be near elite I mentioned pete alonzo you can be near elite like pete alonzo head over to absolutedegenerous.com buy our gear keep the lights on around here and go full dgen guess who's back back again my bookie's back tell a friend that's right dgen's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What you got, Panther? Uh, I got three more games. Well, you know, what would we talk about if we weren't talking about my apparent allegiance to the Cincinnati Reds, who are on the road against the Cubs? Cubs, much like the Twins, are in a sell-off. This is another team that you probably could be fading, but I see no reason to fade them today because I like the Reds, even if the Cubs have their full lineup. Miley's been pitching out of his mind. Um, the Reds are in the midst of this uh, wild card, maybe division championship chase. Uh, I think with Wade Miley and a plus line, I like the Reds here. So 20 bucks on the big red machine. Mm-hmm. Going to lean Cincinnati. Um, seems like it's it's balancing out uh, line-wise. I saw some, some movement here that looked a little uh, – off here but my miley miley is uh definitely the better pitcher here you know i'm, I'm not 
been a fan of, of Hendricks, the pitcher. Uh, you know, I've talked about him for the last couple of seasons. I do think Miley has the advantage here, but I, I just, I can't get behind Cincinnati, man. Like this weekend, they, they should have had a better series. They did not have a better series. Um, they, they're, we know that their bullpen is just horrendous. So I, I'm hoping Miley has a really good start for them and, and can kind of push them past Chicago. Chicago apparently was waving the white flag. They haven't made any deals yet. So maybe they're holding on to the last minute for the most value on some of their players. But it's a similar situation to Minnesota here. You don't know who's actually going to play for the Cubs today. So a lean on the Reds. It's a really interesting chart I have up on screen. I don't know if you can see it. 117, 117, 117, 117. That's just really... Some interesting line a lot of, lot of movement. I think you're, you're talking fractions of a sense here. I, mean, I, 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 I did see that 118 at one point, by the way. So I, I think it did move a dollar, maybe. Yeah. It sure looks like, uh, I mean, I don't know, the compa- Pinnacle compared to the other books, it seems like Pinnacle's just really inviting you to take Cincinnati. I mean, shit. They're giving you plus 117. My bookie's giving you plus 110. Bet 365 is plus 105. It looks like Pinnacle's begging you to take Cincinnati. I'm leaning the Cubs. I do have the Cubs winning the game. Barely. Just barely. So that's that's the way I'm leaning. All right. Well, let's try the other Chicago team then. The White Sox are on the road going to Arches Royals. Uh, White Sox got the pitching advantage today with Keiko on the mound going against Mike Miner, who's not pitched well at all. Um, White Sox really are embracing that what are they the best worst team or the worst best team i'm not sure what they are but they're uh i think they're better than the royals no chalk here i, I view this as no chalk whatsoever at Oof. 125 unless it got worse so 116. Um, yeah it's 116 now oh that's going the wrong direction trap i'm jumping on it give me the white socks in the trap it certainly does look like a trap here and, and uh, what, what can you say about this white Sox team uh they they're easily running away with the central right they're nine games up on the guardians right now and it's it's not it's not even gonna be close so you gotta wonder if they're just gonna sleepwalk through the rest of this fucking season man like they they don't really have to win <laughs> you know series at this point because everyone else in the central just seems to lose series kansas city i don't know if they got the memo because they came out they they just beat the shit out of detroit this weekend when when i thought detroit was going to sweep them so kansas city uh, they're not quite pittsburgh pirates dangerous but they're still a dangerous team i will lean the white Sox here but we we come to the show tomorrow and Kansas City has that win. I'm I'm not going to be surprised. Yeah, I'm not going to be surprised. I mean, I, I would be a little surprised. I do think the White Sox win. I'm going to do it. I'll bet the White Sox. God damn it! I've got three tenths of a percent to bet the White Sox wiggle room. So fifteen bucks on the most with the the best inconsistent team in baseball. The potential's there. I mean, the potential is there. They just. Um, maybe it has a reflection of how bad their division is. And like Max said, they can just limp all the way home. They don't even have to play hard. Uh, but a team that's not having to limp, a team that is playing hard and continues to play hard is the Houston Astros on the road. I know Max loves the minesweepers when they're at home, but I don't believe today's that day. McCoggin, uh, McCoffin, whatever his name is, um, rookie came up. He, he didn't start his last game. He came in. Uh, and the second inning after the Mariners coughed up five runs in the first. And you look at the line, and it suggests he pitched really well. 
But if you look at the the statistics a little deeper, you find out he uh, he walked three batters. He didn't strike out a single batter. It looks like this is a guy that does pitch to contact going against Luis Garcia, who's been one of the gems for the Houston rotation. This one's a lot, a lot of chalk, but I think Houston takes care of business today. I'm putting 20 bucks on the Astros. I originally had bet Houston written down, and then I re- reminded myself of, oh yeah, Seattle at home getting all this, uh, getting all this value. I and I, I, I erased the bet. Uh, moral support here. I'll lean Houston here. They probably do get the win here. The line seems to indicate it's moving in the right direction. Money's hitting, uh, money's hitting Houston, and lines getting worse for them. But Jesus Christ! I mean, if there was ever a chance to to just say, hey, let's let's bet Seattle at home with a plus line, <laughs> this this is it. I'm going to I'm going to bet Houston here. I do think they win. I've got them covering this 63 implied probability pretty handily. I've got them at 69 there, Max. So nice. There you go. So I'll throw 15 bucks on the Houston Astros. More agreement. That is all I have. I know usually I have seven games, but I don't like today's slate. So four games for Panther. I've got one more that just came up while we were talking. Toronto is going to Boston. Toronto's plus 116. Boston's a paltry minus 126. I'm not that worried about Toronto the way they've been playing lately. I'm going to throw my 15 bucks on the Boston Red Sox at home. Yeah, Toronto, if you look at just overall run differential on the season, uh, I think six, six runs between them and Tampa Bay, who leads the East. Uh, they actually have about, I think it's 18 more runs uh, better than, than the Red Sox, who lead the AL East. Yeah, Toronto can't seem to fucking string together any Mm-mm. semblance of wins in a row. It's just a very unreliable team. They're putting up the stats. They should be better. We've been saying this for a while, that Toronto, after the break, they need to start winning games. They need to find ways to win games. You know who finds a way to win games? The goddamn Red Sox. Like, I don't know how they're doing it, but home, away, doesn't fucking matter. This team finds a way to win games. I'm going to lean Boston here. I, I agree. Like, you know, you, you want to say, oh, jump on Toronto with the plus line. Well, you know what? I probably won't look at Toronto until maybe they're, they're back home at the end of this week <laughs> playing in front of uh, their, their crowd in, in, in Canada. So a lean on the Red Sox here. Yeah, I'm going to lean the Red Sox here, too. I don't like the pitching matchup for Toronto. I think the advantage definitely goes to Pavetta and the Red Sox. And look, the Blue Jays might be, you know, the other, like the White Sox, another one of the worst, best teams. This team has so much potential, and it just seems unfulfilled because they can't find any consistency. So I still love this Blue Jays team. I just don't love them today. I lean on the Red Sox. Toronto's minus seven games with luck factor. Minus seven. Whew. That's pretty bad. But that's all I have to bet on today. So just just a three for me. So Max, we talked about Olympics. Time to get rid of Popovich and baseball. That's it. Yeah, hey, let's see what Joey Morales has to say about that. See if he agrees. I mean, maybe Popovich should be spending more time trying to help the Spurs fucking win as opposed to, you know, being uh, dragged into this mess of the Olympics. But that is it. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Download the DGENs app for Android or iOS. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks, no matter where you listen to that. Please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download. Listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. Well, much like Arch yesterday, I took yesterday off, and I I know what I would have picked. I looked at the slate, and I I know what I would have done, and I'm 
once again, I'm glad I took the day off because I probably would have lost my ass. So uh, today you get the Panther Parlay. We'll slap together those Cincinnati Reds, the Anaheim Otanis, and the Houston Astros. Put those three together, and that will be your Panther Parlay. Then you guys can jump on the website, jump on the app. Click on that social degeneracy tab. You can shoot the shit with us. Click that little at symbol. Call us out by name. We'll holler back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're going to do today when it's all said and done, kids. It's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.